Hello, everybody. I uh, just wanted to let you know that the Raising Money Summit is coming up in October on the 3rd through the 5th in Denver. And this has an amazing lineup. It has Adam Adams, Michael Blanc, Tim Bratz, Ellie Perlman, Alina Trigub, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Corey Peterson, and Marie Miles, and more. If you want to be able to get in and get 25% off of your ticket for the month of July, if you use the promo code SPOTLIGHT, again, that is SPOTLIGHT, all one word. If you use that promo, you'll get 25% off of your ticket. There we go. Welcome to REI Spotlight. Your host is David Schwan, and today's guest is Jason Stubblefield with SNS Investments. And Jason, welcome to the show, and give us a little bit of your background. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, as you said, name's Jason Stubblefield. My background is um, I want to. I've been around a little bit, so. I started uh, right out of high school. I joined the, the United States Marine Corps, spent four years there. Um, after that, I, I went to school, got a degree in computer science, uh, came up to the D.C. area, started writing uh, computer code for government contracts. And uh, I've been doing that, started investing in real estate. And then uh, 2017 was my first multifamily acquisition. And then um, after that, maybe like a year or so later, I followed that up with another multifamily. That's just a brief awesome. uh, well, first, first and foremost, uh, thank you for your service. Uh, you know, uh, uh, it is always appreciated, uh, especially on this podcast. Um, now, what, what, well, let's, let's dig in a little bit on what was the, the, the mindset that, uh, the, the shift in mindset, what caused that shift in mindset to go from, you know, single family and get into into the multifamily space? Sure. So I had uh, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which probably most investors have. And that got me looking for passive income. I realized that was the way to go. Um, what wasn't in Rich Dad, Poor Dad is actually the mechanics of getting there. And once I started just doing the math, uh, I realized I'm going to need a ton of single family homes in order to get me to a, to a number where I can live comfortably at. And so um, when I put that to years, it, it just seemed like it was going to be a, a much longer process than what I intended. And I started looking at, at other ways of trying to expedite that. So that's what led me to start looking into multifamily. And, and, and led you into the space and, and you went, Oh wait a second! Those economy of scale and multifamily are much much better than uh, you know on the single family side. So definitely uh, definitely understand that. Um, on uh, dig, dig in a little bit on uh, on that first deal that you got into. Is that a are, are you passively in that, or are you act, or are you a GP in that, or or how do you how's how's that one set up? Yeah, so so that was 34 units, and I was the only investor uh, in that, so it wasn't a syndication or anything. Um, the the way I got into it was actually funny because I never really thought of going um, that big on multifamily. My idea was kind of take a, a, a slower approach, maybe duplex, quad, something like that. So I had a equity line of credit from some single families that I had, and I was looking to parlay that into some other investments. And so I created a calculator and, and I'm running deals through this, trying to see you know, what's gonna still allow me to get cash flow. 
and be able to make sure that I secure the payments for the equity line of credit. Definitely. So as I was doing that, I started realizing that, hey, single families, it's really hard for me to make any cash flow. Duplexes are a little bit better. And as I kept going up in the number of units, I noticed that the numbers got better. So uh, I was looking, my investments are in Tennessee. I was first looking in Memphis. I had a, a quad under contract and was actually days away from closing on, on that on that quadplex. And I backed out just because last minute the seller wasn't giving me some, some things. And out of like sort of frustration with, with not closing on that deal, I just decided to call um, on this larger 34 unit um, just to see and talk to the agent to see what they had to say about it. Awesome. And so once I did that, um, I actually got pretty excited because there was a lot of potential there and I saw that immediately. So um, this was a highly distressed property. It's probably 50% vacant. Okay. Purchased it, had a lot of deferred maintenance, but the upside in it was that off of the 50% that was occupied, it still supported itself. It wasn't losing money. Awesome. Awesome. That's that, yeah. Yeah. As, as about I say, yeah, that's, uh, you, you know, e even with the, the, the warts and the deferred maintenance, I mean, if it's covering your cat, you, you know, if it's giving you cash flow at 50% occupancy, that's a, that's a hard deal to walk away from for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So, so after that, it was, um, of course I, I started talking with the agent, um, ran through some numbers, it kind of matched where I was already looking at because I had been looking into into multifamily, but I haven't just made a, a complete dive. So um, it took some work, you know, just to get into it. There were definitely challenges with, with closing that deal. Um, what other what, what other challenges did you did you run into, if you don't mind me asking? The first was financing, finding finding a bank who would finance it. So this wasn't big enough for agency debt, which is Freddie or, or Fannie. Um, so I was looking at local lenders and a lot of lenders were just telling me no. And I didn't I didn't necessarily understand why. So I had heard that I should probably make the lender's job as easy as possible. Definitely. So I, I tried to put all my documents and materials in a nice spreadsheet and, and had it all laid out. I had like this online uh, link that a lender could go through and just see everything, all my details laid out. However, I didn't know that lenders were actually fearful of it because I didn't disclose my plan with the property. I was just simply trying to get the financing for it. You were just giving them the, 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 the basis for what, where it was. You just, you, you failed to give them the vision of where it was going to. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it was a conversation with one lender that let me know. I was like, oh, he has no idea what I'm going to do with this property. And so once, once I, I had that conversation, I went back and I sort of laid out, you know, what I planned to do, what the renovation plan was, the cost per unit how much capital I was going to put into it and the time frame. And so once I put that together and started shopping that, I had a lot more success. That's a, that's a good, that, that's a, that's an excellent point for the listeners out there of look, you know, 
banks banks uh, banks like lending on stuff, but you got to tell them the whole story. You can't just tell them the beginning. It, it, it helps them tremendously to know the whole story and to see because uh, they're the. This is to my listeners out there. They're not they're they're not mind readers, so they 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 need to have that clear picture. And and until you paint the picture for them, they don't understand it. And they and, and bankers for the most part, will go, if they don't understand something, it's a no. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, I think that's really more more or less for uh, humans in general is if we don't quite understand or don't quite get what it is, our natural reaction is going to be no, at least no until I find out some more information. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, so once you did get it uh, under, under contract or once you did find uh, – did you find a, a bank or was it like a credit union? Who, who'd you end up uh, finding to, uh, to find? So it was a uh, portfolio lender that was fairly close, um, fairly close to the property. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and how did the, uh, how did the, uh, the, the renovation side, uh, you, you know, once you, once you got it, got it under under control how'd you uh how'd you operate your plan from there um not very efficiently so um with with this i mean if anybody was listening i kind of bumped my head through this through this first deal because i didn't have i wasn't working with anybody i wasn't necessarily getting any mentorship what i was doing is reading books and I had some people who were in the space that I could lean and bounce ideas off of, but I didn't have anybody necessarily looking right over my shoulder. So to answer your question, when it came to doing the renovation process, I didn't necessarily know how it was going to go. Um, I, I had a budget and I started talking with contractors and I initially went with one contractor uh, to get things done. I realized quickly that he was going to be very slow with trying to get this this turned over. Um, he was probably uh, I don't want to talk to his experience of what he had and what he didn't have, but I realized that it was taking him quite a while to get units turned over, and his team was small. And I'm like looking at where I need to go and how quickly I wanted to get there. I was like, okay, this is going to take too long. Yes. So what I ended up doing is I hired three contractors because with the amount of vacancy that was there, I could, you know, give three units to this contractor and another three units to another contractor, et cetera. So, so I did that and I had three different contractors working simultaneously on the property and I ended up just going with the best out of those three and, and then the others kind of went away and I stuck with the one. Well, that's, that's, that's the whole thing is, is you, you needed speed, you know, kind of like when you jumped to, you know, ended up, you know, making your math a little bit bigger, you jumped in and went, Oh, wait, yeah, time to, time to, time to upgrade the, the, the contractor side too. Not necessarily, not necessarily that it was a bad thing. It's just, it wasn't a fit. It's like, nah, you, 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 you need, we need more, more than what you're give, given here. So, uh, and like you said, you, you know, you're a, this is invaluable information to to my listeners is because you tell them the story of everything that goes perfectly right. You know, you learn a little bit. You learn a lot way more, a lot more when things go a little bit awry and you figure out how to get over those obstacles. 
Well, yeah, well, this this had a lot of learning experiences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So another another part of this deal, why I needed the speed, was that people were leaving, and this is something that's fairly common. Uh, it's it's fairly common when you're going in to reposition a property is that you're just going to lose tenants that are there. And so with my idea with this property, I knew the amount of units I needed to have rented in order to uh, get a refinance and pull some of my equity back out, which is my ultimate goal. What happened is once I closed on the property and started you know, working on the units with this contractor, I would lose a tenant or two by the time that contractor had finished. So I was going in the opposite direction and oh, we were getting more vacancy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I couldn't turn those units over to anybody else because they weren't renovated. So I couldn't replace them with a tenant. So I was kind of going, I was going backwards a little bit right, right out the gate. I get that. that and that, that, that lends to why it was so important and, and truly uh, gives you, gives a, you know, vision to, to why you said, well, uh, no, I don't need one. I need to go ahead and get two more and get, you know, get units rolling because uh, the, the, the longer I wait here, the more this property's, you know, starting to bleed. So right. uh, we, 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 we got to make sure that look, 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 she's a little beat up, but we, we don't want to kill this goose. We got to keep this goose on life support until it starts, uh, until it gets a little better. Until yeah. it gets healthy. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Um, so, uh, how long, how long did it end up, uh, before you got everything, um, before you were able to get everything renovated and refinanced? So it was a process and, and this just kind of speaks of, of really the beauty of, of real estate in general. Cause I had no idea. I had my initial plan, which was going to renovate a certain share of the units. And that was supposed to increase the value enough so that I'll be able to pull out capital and then be able to get additional capital to put in. That was my plan. But as I mentioned, when we start going backwards, it's harder for me to hit that number. And now I need more units. So I needed more units, but I didn't have more money. Yes. So um, to kind of fast forward through it, I ended up, uh, I pulled money out of, my, I did a loan against my 401k to get some additional money to put into it. Um, I refinanced the property one time to get some money to put back into it. And then I refied it uh, the final time, which is where I, I pulled out all my capital and, and then still uh, got a little extra and then still kept the asset. But yeah, so I, I didn't go into it thinking like, okay, I'm going to buy it and then I'm going to use my my 401k and then I'm going to refinance and then I'm going to refinance again. That was, that was never the plan, the plan, but that's what I ended up having to do in order to get it to work. Well, that, that's that 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 lends to the to, to the resilience factor that you know, look look uh it doesn't mean that uh just because something doesn't go perfectly as planned doesn't mean that it isn't still rolling on and it still isn't a a, a good deal just you know, sometimes you got to stop and think and go okay well uh that didn't quite work the way i wanted it to where are we going to go from here and you know you 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 figured it out you did what the you, you know that's what i mean that's what the action takers do is they 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 
they look at the problem and go, well, we need a solution and, you know, figure it out and, and kept moving on. Um, you know, so, so definitely kudos to you. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's an investor spirit of, of making sure that, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't say no, you know, it's like, look, this is, you know, this is, uh, it's kind of a hairy deal, but you know, you kept, kept the, you know, kept rolling and, and, and made it work, you know, just, uh, I'm pretty sure there were some sleepless nights in there, but you know, you figure you, you figured it out, powered it through and, and here you on the, are on the other side. And, uh, how's it doing today? Yes. Today, uh, I have no money in that project and it's still cash flow. Awesome. 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 Um, you want to maybe, uh, touch a little bit on your, on your, on your second unit or, or what you're, uh, Either either on your second one or what you're looking for now, either one. Sure. So I guess uh, I guess I can do both. So okay. At some at some point, um, things kind of slowed down a little bit on my end with the property. I mean, I had I had done the work in order to get the capital needed, and the contractors were moving along, so I didn't have a lot to do day to day in order to to see that property through, and. I'm looking at the timeline of what it's going to take for me to refinance the property before I can go do another one. And it was just too long. So at that point, I'm like, what am I going to do, you know, for the next 12 months, 18 months, whatever it's going to take until this thing gets turned around. And then through some networks I belong to, people suggested, well, you can always partner with other people on deals. And that was attractive to me and I knew that I needed to do that because I had, I had thrown, you know, all my personal finances and, you know, as I mentioned before, k into this other property here. So that's what led me to go out and try to get some mentoring. And I understood that I did make some mistakes in that first deal. So I didn't want to risk anybody else's money with, with without having somebody who had been there, who had been through um, some of the experiences that I had gone through. So that led me to to get some mentoring, and then I went out uh, looking for deals again. So after that, that's when I landed uh, a 48 unit that was that was nearby to the first property, and that one was uh, really completely different because as the first one was 50% vacant upon purchase, this one was about 96% occupied on day one. Awesome. Uh, solid value add property and we follow the syndication model for that awesome awesome um and and that got got through that one with a little bit less uh headaches and sleepless nights than the the the, the first time around that the uh the the mentorship and the education uh kind of kind of helped out with 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 knowing how with also picking a little bit better property to to, to work off of also no, it was just different, <laughs> different reasons to have sleepless nights and different <laughs> uh, it didn't go away. It just changed. It's probably actually less sleepless nights on the first one than, than the second, actually. Because you just didn't know? Uh, the first one, I was the only person in jeopardy. Uh, okay, yeah. No, that- the, the first one was all on me. It was, uh, it was just different. The second one... I had other investors and other people's money. Yeah. I, and, you know, trying to, trying to get that close. So, so it was more stressful than the first actually, but a great learning experience nonetheless. 
I, I now now that I I look at it, yeah, I, I I get that. You know, the the first time around, it's like, well, if I crash and burn on it, well, it's my money. It, the other right. time around, it's like, no, that's somebody else's money. Can't 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 do that. There's, I I get your stress level on that now. Right. So, um, what's your uh, what's your what's your next goal? Yeah. So so from that, uh, looking to scale into bigger properties. So what I've been doing is looking to build systems. Uh, the market right now is challenging. You know, I think that you earn the deals that you that you get. So so I'm trying to make sure that I put in the effort of, of deal analysis and, and getting through them. So I'm I'm starting to to let that take shape in a form that's that's more systematic, so that I'm going through properties and analyzing them and and then having a follow up if necessary. Awesome. 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 That is, um, sounds like, uh, sounds like you, you've, you've gotten through that, that sophomore slump and, or, you know, the, the, the sophomore, the sophomore deal and, and on to your next one. So, um, that sounds like, uh, yeah, just that for, for the listeners out there, you know, just, um, you know, keep grinding, keep, you, you, you know, when you, when you come up to an obstacle, you know, stop, if it, if it stops you, you look around, you figure out, okay, what's my next step and you take it, uh, you know, and you just, you, you, you don't, um, you, you know, it's, uh, multifamily investing's not, uh, you know, it's not always sunshine and, and, and rainbows, you know, it, it's some, some days it's a little dark and some days, you know, it, it, it's just, getting in there and, 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 and busting tail, you know, and, and, and that's, uh, you know, that's what you do on those days where it's needed, you know, it, it's, it's, you hop in there and you do what you need to do and you get it taken care of and you figure out your, you know, it's, it, it's only a, it's really only an obstacle if you, if it makes you quit, it's a, it, it's an opportunity as long as you figure out how to get around it, you know, at least your, like opportunity, yeah. your opportunity to grow. So, you know, Jason, Jason was able to grow a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jason, what, um, kind of a little bit more on the, on the personal side, how do you, uh, how do you like to, to give back and help your community on, on, on the other side? Sure. So, so I'm a tither. I usually take 10% of every, all the revenue I get. And I spread that out to whoever has some type of spiritual impact in my life for for that month. So I've got some regulars and then I'm usually always looking for, you know, whatever else comes in, comes into my life. So it, it varies, but I, I do uh, do share back in that way. And then also with just trying to um, on the investing front, uh, if anybody if I see anybody or anybody has a wants to take some time to talk about it. I usually try to, to give my time to, to share the, the information that I do. Yeah. yeah give, 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 give them that, uh, get, share, share some of your education that was, uh, that, that, that was hard earned and, and figured out and, and gotten through it. You know, definitely, uh, I definitely appreciate, uh, you know, somebody who, who who takes that time and gives back and, and, and you know, re- reaches back and grabs somebody that, you know, was was where you once were and, and you kind of help bring them up or at least give them, you know, maybe not you can't bring them all the way up, but at least give them a little bit of knowledge. So that way they're 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 facing in the right direction, at least. Right. Uh, you know, that's that's always uh, always awesome. Um, 
if my listeners want to get in contact with you, Jason, what's uh, what's the best way for them to uh, to get a hold of you? Sure. Uh, my website is uh, www.snscapitalpartners.com. And then you can email me at jason at snscapitalpartners.com. Or um, if anybody wants to get on a phone call, my number is 571-409-1525. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, as I tell to anybody who actually gives out their phone number on this, if that ever becomes an issue, uh, I will go back on this episode and I will edit that back out (laughs) just so everybody knows, uh, you know, um, but, you know, definitely, Jason, I I appreciate it, you know, and, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, have you back on on the, you know, after you take down your 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 next big unit, we'll uh, we'll, we'll dig in. We'll have you back in, and we'll dig into that deal and and get into it too. That's uh, great. Uh, so, uh, Jason, again, I, I appreciate you taking your time out of your day and and spreading some knowledge and and educating my listeners and and helping them out. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, David. Thanks for having me and all the value that you had. Thank you, man.